You are listening to a podcast of Risen Savior Lutheran Church in Chula Vista, California. Growing in faith, living in hope, serving in love, all to the glory of God. The grace and mercy of our Good Shepherd be and abide with each one of you. Amen. Our text for this morning is the Gospel reading. You find it in your bulletin on page 9. At this time, I'll read the first verse and the last two verses. I am the Good Shepherd. The Good Shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The reason my Father loves me is that I lay down my life only to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay lay it down of my own accord. I have authority to lay it down and authority to take it up again. This command I received from my Father so far. In Jesus' name, dear friends, I invite you to look at the picture that we have posted here of the Good Shepherd. You'll see there a a painting of Jesus carrying a lamb in his arms. And that reminds me of the verses of Isaiah 40 where we read, He tends his flock like a shepherd. He gathers the lambs in his arms and carries them close to his heart. He gently leads those that have young. In our text for this morning, we are going to see Jesus describe himself as our good shepherd. And we want to see ourselves as that lamb being carried in Jesus' arms. As we consider the theme, the Lord is my shepherd. Our text begins with Jesus describing why he is called the good shepherd. I am the good shepherd. Did you notice he didn't say, I am a good shepherd. He said, I am the good shepherd, implying I am the one and only of this kind. I am very unique. I am the good shepherd. And what makes him the good shepherd? He describes it. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. Now, by nature, you and I come into this world in the fangs of the devil. We come into this world without faith in Christ. And as long as we are without faith in Christ, we are in the grasp of the devil, the wolf. And the only way that we can be rescued from that wolf, we can't do it ourselves. We don't have the strength. We don't have the power. If we don't get some help, we will die as victims of the wolf. In order to rescue us from the wolf, a life had to be sacrificed. And it had to be the sacrifice of God's Son. And that's what Jesus is talking about when he says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. He's talking about sacrificing his life in our place. The blood of Christ is the only thing that can take away our sin. The punishment that we deserve because of our sin was placed on Jesus. And he had to go to the cross and suffer that punishment. So when Jesus says, I lay down my life for the sheep, he's saying, I have taken your place. I have taken your punishment. I have taken the wrath of God upon myself in order to rescue you. The blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from all sin. John the Baptist, when he pointed to Jesus, showed what value the sacrifice of Christ is when he said, look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. 
So when Jesus talks about his sacrifice, he's talking about taking away your sin, paying for your sin, removing your sin. In verse 17 of our text, Jesus talks some more about this laying down of his life when he says, the reason my Father loves me is that I lay down my life only to take it again. I lay down my life. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. No one takes it from me. Jesus was not crucified because he had no strength to resist. He could easily have resisted being crucified. Look at him in the Garden of Gethsemane when the soldiers came to arrest him and they called for Jesus and and Jesus asked the soldiers, who are you looking for? And they said, Jesus of Nazareth. And Jesus said, I am he. And what happened? The soldiers all fell down like they fainted. The Lord had knocked them down. And then they get up and they arrest him. He let them arrest him. Because this was the payment for our sin. And he was willing to go through it. So his sacrifice is very willing. But that isn't the end of the Good Shepherd. He says, The reason the Father loves me is that I lay down my life only to take it up again. That's resurrection. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have authority to lay it down and authority to take it up again. This commission I have received from my Father. By rising from the dead, Jesus is proclaiming that he has conquered the devil. He has crushed the head of the serpent, as was prophesied in the Garden of Eden when God told the devil that he would use the seed of the woman and crush the devil's head. So with our sin paid for and sins forgiven, the devil has lost his power And Jesus is alive. This is another way in which Jesus is a good shepherd because in ordinary life, if a shepherd fights off the wolves and that shepherd loses his life in that fight, the sheep are at the mercy of the wolves. Jesus did not stay dead. Jesus came back to life. And that's proof that his work was complete, that the Father accepted his sacrifice, and that our sins are all forgiven. I am the good shepherd. But that still isn't the end. Jesus says, The hired man is one, is not the shepherd who owns the sheep. My sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep. And my sheep know me. He calls them my sheep because he owns them. My sheep. In the verse preceding our text, we read, The sheep listen to his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name. My sheep. How do you become one of Jesus' sheep? When you are brought to faith in Christ, that's how you are rescued from the power of the devil and brought into God's flock. When you were baptized, the Holy Spirit entered your heart drove out the devil, took control of your life and your soul, and made you one of God's sheep. My sheep, you belong to him. Then our Lord goes on and talks about another aspect of why he is considered the good shepherd. And in this case, he's going to use a picture of of a hired hand compared to a good shepherd. 
and what happens when the sheep are attacked by the wolves. We read, the hired hand is not the shepherd who owns the sheep. So when he sees the wolf coming, he abandons the sheep and runs away. This is a picture of a false teacher. Then the wolf attacks the flock and scatters it. The man runs away because he is a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. The wolf is the devil. You know the damage that a wolf can do to a flock of sheep when a shepherd has run away. They devour all the sheep. So it is with us. If our under-shepherd, the one Jesus has called to be your pastor or Christian day school teacher or even Christian mother or father, if you are teaching error, you are devouring the sheep. You are allowing the devil to devour the sheep. What does Jesus say? The hired hand is not the shepherd who owns the sheep. The hired hand is only there to get money. He doesn't own the sheep. He's just working with the sheep. And when the wolf comes, he runs away. What about the good shepherd? The good shepherd says, I own the sheep. I have bought you with my blood. I have redeemed you. The word redeem means to buy us back. I have purchased you. You belong to me. In the verse in 25 or 27, he reads, My sheep listen to my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. My sheep follow me. That's the good shepherd, much better than a hireling. Also, it says, the hired, the, he abandons the sheep and runs away, and then the wolf attacks the flock and scatters it. The man runs away because he has a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. He couldn't care less whether the sheep get devoured as long as he saves his own skin. The good shepherd, Jesus, he cares for the sheep because they're his, and he does not want a single one to get lost. And then our text goes on to describe some of this care that we have from our good shepherd. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep. The word know. I know my sheep. When I was growing up on a farm in northern Wisconsin, we named our cows, we named our sheep. Each one had its own name based on the personality of that cow or that sheep. If that sheep was gentle, we gave him a gentle name. If that sheep was stubborn, we gave him a stubborn name. Because we knew the sheep. Jesus says, I know my sheep. I know your name. We even have the words, he calls his own sheep by name. I've redeemed you, I've called you by name. The prophet Isaiah talks about Jesus. So Jesus knows our personality. So when Jesus says, I know my sheep, he's not saying, I just, I know who you are. He's saying, I know everything about you. An illustration of the definition of the word know is, think of little Johnny, and you ask the neighbor lady, do you know Johnny? And she says, yeah, I know Johnny. He rides his bicycle down the street. I know who he is. But then you ask Johnny's mother, do you know Johnny? And the mother says, oh, yes, I know my Johnny. And when she uses the word know, she means, I know all about him. 
I know his weaknesses and his strengths. I know what, I, what has to be done to take care of him. I know everything about him, and I know how to take care of him. And that's what Jesus is referring to when he says, I know my sheep. He says, I know you. I know everything about you. I know what you need. I know when you're hurting. I know when you're happy. I know when you're sad. I know how to lead you. And I'm going to point out some various ways in which our Lord takes care of us as our good shepherd. Forgiveness of sin, a need that we have every day. Jesus says, I will search for the lost and bring back the strays. If we begin to fall away from our Lord, if we begin to turn our back on the Lord, the Lord comes after us as a good shepherd because we are straying away from the fold and he wants to bring us back. We have these words from our Lord in Luke 15. Suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one of them. Does he not leave the 99 in the open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it? That's how the Lord deals with us. And when he finds it, he, he joyfully puts it on his shoulders and goes home. And then he calls his friends and neighbors together and says, Rejoice with me, I have found my lost sheep. I tell you that in the same way, there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who do not need to repent. You see the love of our Good Shepherd when we are going astray and how he comes after us? We are so important. Even one of us, when one sheep goes astray, the Lord goes after us and he rejoices when we are brought back to faith. That's our good shepherd. He also cares for us when we're hurting. Compassion. I will bind up the injured and strengthen the weak. If you are injured because of some difficulty in your life, some problem in your life, the Good Shepherd is right there to help you. He gathers the lambs in his arms, the passage from Isaiah, and carries them close to his heart. He gently leads those that have young. That's how the Lord cares for us in all aspects of our life. He compares it to the love of a mother. Can a mother forget the baby at her breast and have no compassion on the child she has born? Though she may forget, I will not forget you. I will not forget you. That's our good shepherd. As a mother comforts her child, so will I comfort you. Jesus cares for you when you're hurting. And when we get to the end of our life. When we get to the end of our life and we're passing through the valley of the shadow of death, the Lord is there with us. In verses 27, in the verses following our text, My sheep listen to my voice, and I know them, and they follow me, and, and I give them eternal life. You have eternal life right now. But when you die and go to heaven, then you get to enjoy eternal life to the full. That's what our Lord provides. He provides us with eternal life. And they shall never perish. No one can snatch them out of my hand. See the lamb in the arms of the shepherd? Jesus says, nobody is going to take that lamb out of my arms. 
And the Lord has assured us, if you are listening to God's Word, the devil will never destroy your faith. I will not allow it to happen. And someday, I'll take you to heaven. We can say with the psalm writer, Yea, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Catch that? You are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. That's our good shepherd, giving his life for us, caring for us in all aspects of our life. And then one more. Our Lord says in verse 16, I have other sheep that are not of this sheep pen. I must bring them also. They too will listen to my voice, and there shall be one flock and one shepherd. I have other sheep that are not of this sheep pen. They're not yet Christians, but they're already called my sheep. What's Jesus referring to? While he was doing his ministry here on earth, he basically worked with the Jews. But after Pentecost, it was known that the Word of God would spread to the non-Jews. And so Jesus is saying, the time is coming when my Word will go out to the whole world, Jews and non-Jews. Other sheep I have that are not of this pen. Also, did you know that you were chosen to be one of his sheep before the creation of the world? Before the Lord created the world, he picked you to go to heaven. In order to make sure you got to heaven, he says, I must bring them. So not only were you chosen from eternity, the Lord designed that he would somehow make sure you heard the word and that the Holy Spirit brought you to believe that word and you would become one of his sheep. And so Jesus says, I must bring them. They too will listen to my voice. That's how the Lord brings people into his, fo his flock, his fold, by his voice. Through the word of God, the Holy Spirit creates faith. There shall be one flock and one shepherd, the Holy Christian Church. Now, Jesus isn't walking here on earth anymore, so how can people hear his voice? He uses you and me. As you tell your friends and you tell your neighbors and you tell your family members about Jesus as the Good Shepherd, that voice is the voice of the Good Shepherd, and that's the Holy Spirit working on those hearts to bring them to faith. So Jesus is our Good Shepherd because he gave his life for his sheep, because he cares for the sheep, and because he wants to bring others into his fold, using you and me as his voice. So look at that lamb. And say with the good shepherd, with the psalmist David, the Lord is my shepherd. Amen. Thanks for listening to this Risen Savior podcast. For more information about our church, check us out online at risensavior.us.